0: Welcome to another edition of Locked on Pelicans, the daily podcast that would absolutely give Zion Williamson a 10-year, $500 million deal. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday... Uh schedule kind of thrown off a little bit this week as had something on Monday going on, but we're back today. We'll be back tomorrow and then we'll be back on Friday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, today. We've got a lot to cover of all things New Orleans Pelicans in this one. We've got a replacement player, but for whom? We also need to talk about Alvin Gentry and Jeff bizdelic Not uh, well, bizdelic not going to Orlando. What about Gentry? And then let's talk about a couple of the other things going on here in the bubble about how these guys aren't very confident in actually this maybe happening or whatever's going on. But they're going back despite all of that. Why? Let's get into that in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. So before we get into everything today, just a big thank you to everyone who's been listening throughout all of the quarantine and shutdown and everything going on. It's kind of been a weird stretch as we've covered different topics, dove into the the social justice issues and all time pelicans, hornets. New Orleans roster, all of that stuff, uh, and I appreciate everyone who's just stuck through. Everyone who's left a positive review. There are people who left negative reviews for me talking about their uh, about the social justice issues, but I appreciate everyone just tuning in during all this. It's been a weird time for everybody, so making Locked On Pelicans part of your day, your week, whatever it might be, greatly appreciated. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you're just tuning in because the NBA is getting ready to restart, hit that subscribe button. Leave a five star review, tell a friend. Those are the three things I ask of my listeners. This podcast is free three days a week, five days a week for you all covering all the topics you want to hear with some great guests. And we've got some fun stuff planned for later in the week. So I appreciate you all tuning in. Alright, so biggest news of the day kind of came in a few different waves here. The first big one was that the Pelicans signed Cinderius Thornwell as, and they say this in the press release, a substitute player, that's a quote, a substitute player for the remainder of the 2019 2020 season. Most recently he played in the G League in 40 games 26 starts, 9.2 points per game 5.3 rebounds, 4.6 assists 1.4 steals in 29 minutes. Um, most recently in the NBA he played with the Los Angeles Clippers, where he holds NBA averages of two and a half points per game, 13 rebounds in 10.7 minutes. This kind of shows you the level of player right now that you're signing if you're trying to get a replacement guy. It's not particularly good. They just signed a guy who spent all season in the G League. That's not screaming like quality rotation guy to you, nor should it be. This is a guy who's going to be an end of bench guy and likely not going to play really any minutes for New Orleans, likely in the NBA's restart. But okay, he's a substitute player. That's a little bit interesting, right? And then later in the day, the Pelicans sent out a Darius Miller update. Now, this makes sense. Darius Miller is not going to go with the team to Orlando because he's still recovering from right Achilles surgery. And he's not going to be there. He's going to stay in New Orleans to continue his rehabilitation process. The end of this press release is interesting, though, because you think Thornwell replaces Darius Miller, right? No. The Pelicans will not be granted an additional roster spot uh, per the rules the NBA set forth for signing replacement players for the remainder of the 2019-2020 season. He is replacing someone other than Darius Miller. Now, it seems like of the three Pelicans that tested positive for COVID-19, we don't know who they are because of league rules around this, uh, unless those players come out and say it, and so far no one has, that the, the the Sindarius Thornwell signing is going to be to replace to replace one of those three guys who is not going to play now because of COVID-19 complications or whatever. He's got it or he doesn't feel comfortable. Who knows? But one of the three guys who tested positive is not going to be going with the team. We've heard from a number of guys. Say they're going. Zion sounds like he's going. Drew said he's going. JJ, um, Ingram, and Ball spoke to the media yesterday. They all seem like they're in. Those are some of the key guys on the team. I'm going to be curious to see since, you know, we're all speculating about it at this point. And sure, let's speculate a little bit here. I don't think the, you know, whoever it is, they're not announcing the guy's name. We will find out eventually, right? You know, when we see the finalized roster or the teams in Orlando and they're having training camp there, we're going to know it, it, who the player is, it is because he won't be there. It's kind of a process of elimination. Eventually you'll see this and it will show up, right? Correct. So, there's no point in necessarily hiding this once you've announced you've signed someone. You may as well kind of say it. I think they're kind of finding maybe the right way to do this. The media availability seems like it's going to be including um, Darius Miller, and, sorry, not Darius Miller, Derek Favors, and each Moore today. So, if you're listening to this in the morning, this happens um, later today. Those will speak and Yeah, that's likely where we might hear. I would guess it's one of these two guys. If I had to purely speculate and do some like detective work here through the internet, it could be one Moore. We haven't really seen him in any of the video, any of the media coming out of the Pelicans workout so far. Sindarius Thornwell being a guard kind of fits in as a replacement. I don't think you'd sign a guard to replace a big. I think you're kind of happy with some of the positions you have. So that could be who he's replacing. Maybe it's Derek Favors. Who knows? But that's just some speculation. Literally, like, no, no, nothing informed here on this, and there's a reason no one's really saying anything. So that's my guess on what the adjustment's gonna be with the roster, and we're gonna be missing someone in New Orleans due to COVID-19 complications. The Pelicans are also gonna be missing someone else on the coaching staff, and let's get into that in the next segment, because they've got one confirmed. Is there another one potentially coming? So before we get to all of that, today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer, restoring a classic car or just trying to save a little bit of money because that is always a good thing you've got to check out rockauto.com for all the auto parts you may need with the ever increasing number of makes and models out there it's basically impossible for any of the big chain stores to stock the exact part that you need for your car there's different trims there's different levels of engine and all of that and if you order the right wrong one because look those guys behind the counter and i know this personally are not helpful they're just going to pull up whatever is in the computer and be like, this is it. They don't actually know and that's kind of a big problem when it comes to ordering parts because now you spend a couple of hundred dollars on something that you don't need and they're not gonna make it easy on you. Well, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And if you go over to rockauto.com now to shop for all your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, you're gonna find they have an online catalog that is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands and specifications and even prices that you prefer. Yes, prices. RockAuto.com has reliably low prices, and it's the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Mechanics and pros can get parts cheaper normally than you can, except at RockAuto.com where everything is low and you don't need to spend up to twice as much. I'm restoring a 1976 Corvette. I am ordering parts constantly from RockAuto.com. I've got a radiator coming to me. It's not always easy to find something like that, and it's nice to save the money and do it myself where it would be three, four times as much to have this fully done at a mechanic. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, so other news of the day with the Pelicans and people not attending the NBA's restart in Orlando. And the first and foremost is Jeff Bizdelic is not traveling with the team to the NBA's restart and will not be part of that 35 person traveling party for all of this. He is older, above 65, has health risks associated with this, I guess, and has made the decision himself, it sounds like, to not. Attend. It sounds like the the coaches association has negotiated with the NBA, saying you can't just meet like oh exclude us like just dead stop because of age related things. There's issues there. There's you know legal issues I guess with that. But as I'd been tweeting out you know about a week and a half ago now. There's a greater than 0% chance that the NBA has gone to these people and said, like, please don't come. We can't 100% say no to you and, like, not allow you to go with us and go to the NBA's restart. But don't. Like, please don't. And I think, you know, that those are the conversations that have been going on kind of behind the scenes for everything. And, you know, one of these coaches who's older and at a greater risk, according to, you know, the CDC and all of that stuff, is Jeff bizdelic And he's made the decision not to go. And that's a completely okay thing. He will be in New Orleans breaking down film, you know, in contact with the team and participating, just not there on the bench in the restart with everybody, not at practices, though maybe he'll be watching practices live. Who knows how it's all going to work? We're kind of in, you know, a bit of unknown territory with this stuff, Uncharted Waters, but he's definitely not going to be attending. Alvin Gentry spoke to us the other uh, Monday of last week, Tuesday last week, whatever day it was, and said he wanted to go. And we talked about it here on the podcast, but no one, not one person has come out and flat out said Gentry will be there with us. It sounds like he wants to go and is hopeful he can go, but for whatever reason, that might not be the re- you know might not be enough to get him there all of the players have kind of danced around this when asked about it and no one has said oh i haven't heard that gentry's not coming when they've been directly asked what will it be like if gentry doesn't come and gentry himself had said that hey yeah we've come up with other uh, you know ways to go about this if i'm not there It's not a ringing endorsement of like, yeah, I'm going. And if he was dead set on going and it was his choice, then why are we having this conversation right now? Right. So I wonder if there's some other things at play with this. But I've been hinting at this because that's what I've been hearing for the past week or so. You know, it would be very simple for someone to say Alvin Gentry is going. That is not. Been the case, continues to not be the case. I would assume that means that Chris Finch will be, you know, the head coach. I'm putting that kind of in air quotes in Orlando if that's the case, but we will cross that bridge when we come to it. But oh boy, a lot of people have asked me, you know, if Gentry doesn't go, does that mean he's going to get fired? What if the team does well without him? I don't think, as David Griffin had said, that the Pelicans are going to base any major decision on these final eight games. I don't think they're going to look at a player who's played particularly well. And said like, oh, we need to sign him or let's pay him more. I don't think they're going to look at someone who's played poorly over these eight games. Whether on their team or somewhere else. And had that kind of change any decision that or you know, any conclusion that they might have drawn already. I think it's just too weird and too difficult of a situation to really trust the evaluation maybe. Given the circumstances around everything. But Gentry may not go. I don't think that changes anything. I think right now I feel he'll be back next season. After that, I think it remains to be seen, but the team was playing very well when they finally got healthy and kind of had everything together. And I think that matters, and it seems like he has a very good relationship with a lot of these players. And look, some of them were off to a rocky start. I definitely think that there was a period where J.J. Redick seemed unhappy. Derek Favors wasn't happy for other reasons, I think, but I, you know, hopefully that's calmed down a little bit. Clashed maybe a little bit with Lonzo Ball early on in the season, but I think as Lonzo Ball played better, it got his the correct role for him in this roster that, yeah, that's kind of even gone by the wayside too. So I don't see it as being a huge deal. We'll see, though. I wouldn't read too much into it in terms of his long-term prospects with the franchise if he doesn't end up making it. But there is a very real chance, I think, that Alvin Gentry will not be with the team in Orlando. So while certainly this risk is greater for coaches like Gentry, like... Uh, BizDelic, there's a big risk for the players too, and they've spoken openly about that and yet still are planning to go to Orlando for this restart, and we're going to look at that coming up here in the next segment of Locked On Pelicans. So wrapping up today's edition of Locked On Pelicans, I want to look at the players returning to action here in Orlando. You know, I've been a proponent that like the NBA should go forward with this. I think, you know, you kind of look around everything. They're a private organization. They can do what they want. They seem to have good protocols in place for this. You're seeing positive tests right now come out, but that's not in the bubble in Orlando, which is when you would really worry about it, even though teams are you know, uh, having to shut down their practice facilities. The Nets have done it. The Bucks have done it. um, The Kings have done it as well. The Pelicans have had three positive tests. I mean, one player won't go to Orlando too. I think that is uh, a big deal as well. Yet, they're still going forward with this plan, and it seems absolutely risky, and it is. I 100% agree with this. Um, particularly when you see, you know, the Dallas, the soccer, the MLS Dallas team, Dallas FC, I'm not really sure what they are, um, has been forced out of the MLS new tournament because 10 players and one coach tested positive. But then you also look at a team like the Raptors who've been in Orlando now for a period of time practicing, kind of being the guinea pigs there and everything's been fine. At least nothing reported so far, regardless of all of that, it's risky. I think we all agree with that. And when you hear the players like J.J. Redick, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram talk about all of this, these guys don't seem particularly uh, great about what's going on. You know, they said there's not a whole lot of confidence in everything with this, and it's kind of scary, but why are they going forward with it? That's kind of the thing. You've heard Lonzo Ball say, I think this is bigger than basketball. JJ Reddick, in a lot of his media availability, spoke about how important. Uh, for everything is is the handling of the social justice movement in here, and that the NBA has an opportunity to really make a statement regarding everything going on, and they feel they have a responsibility to do so. You even heard Lonzo Ball talking about, you know, I'm the biggest person to come out of my like city in California. I, I almost have an obligation to, you know, speak up about a number of these matters, to attend things and be involved in all of it. As my cats in the background are kind of wrecking the important things that I'm saying here um, as they squeak around. So it's important to all of these guys that they go and do it. Here's the, the quote from Lonzo Ball was when I was back home, obviously I was in Chino Hills. I'm the biggest name to ever come out of there. So it's only right that I use my platform, my voice that I have to spread light on the situation. I just feel like us as the whole NBA, people look up to us. So anything we can say or can do, I feel like we should just take those steps and do it because all the eyes are on us. They are so passionate about this movement and feel such an obligation to try and help with the problem that they are willing to, in a sense, risk their lives. I don't think it's quite as far as that, but potentially their careers, potentially risking death with this too. And putting a lot of risk just on their shoulders Even if they don't want to do this potentially because they feel the need to speak out about all of the issues going on in the world right now. And these issues in particular of them being black athletes really speak to them and they feel an obligation and they feel they can actually create some change. Lonzo Ball, JJ Redick, they're on the coalition involved with the Saints and the Pelicans with uh, Ms. Gail Benson talking about all of this stuff, trying to find ways to make actual change as quick as possible as possible. It's very, when you think about it like that, you know, I I make fun of the NBA and I say like, oh yeah, there's a greater good here to do things. It's about the money, right? You hear the players speak like this and it really changes your opinion, my opinion, whatever you want to say here on a matter like this. You hear them speak about how passionately they are about this, how important it is to them. Gentry spoke on it, going with his son to the protests and all of that. You know, there is some greater good to all this. I fully believe that now, and my mind's been changed on it hearing these players speak. So the fact that they're willing to risk every, you know, a lot, their livelihoods potentially on all this. Some guys are going to be free agents, and they're still going. You know, if something happens to them here that's disastrous for their financial situation, their families, their lives, all of that stuff. So it's very powerful, I think, when they're kind of making that. And I think that's you know a big reason why you're seeing the majority of players go. They really do feel this is the right stage for all of this. The NBA Players Association and league kind of approved messages to be on the back of jerseys instead of names. It sounds like all the players are going to be involved in all of this, and they are all going to be doing that sort of thing, wearing one of those. I think that's a very cool thing to see. So overall, that's a very you know impressive thing from the pelicans from all of these guys as they go out and speak and try and do things here so it's very nice to see them all take this very seriously and really want to use the platform even if it means you risk a lot with that like they're doing so i think that's as good of a spot to end it for today's edition of locked on pelicans we'll talk more about brandon ingram tomorrow and his media availability from the other day i really liked what i heard from him made me really excited i'll share that With you all, that's going to be a very big, big thing. I'm very excited about it. And If you want more, particularly on Wednesdays, because I'm the co-host of the Locked On NBA podcast, tell your smart device to go play podcast. Locked On NBA, still here Monday through Friday, five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know around the league and the association. There's a whole lot. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans as well. Leave a five-star review if you can. Uh, It takes like 30 seconds. It's not a big deal. And please, tell a friend about the show. Get them tuned into everything here. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison. At Nola Jake on Twitter. I'm gonna be back with you all tomorrow.